when we're live and we're live. Hi. Hey, Ross. What's people up? People come from all over to watch us count down and then take off. I'm munching popcorn when I'm watching a live stream. I don't know. I mean, it's exciting stuff when we're like coming live and getting going. Um, look, my hair matches the color of the bar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's up, Ross? Welcome to our broadcast that we do every week. Yeah, welcome to the Best of Be Live every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm really excited about today's show because we've got a couple of new shows on Be Live that have only, I don't know, been around a few episodes, maybe a handful of mm -hmm. episodes. And it shows that, you know, you don't have to be uh, using Be Live for a long time to pick up how you mm -hmm. use it and how you can host the show which is interesting. And of course, there's a, a new feature that they rolled out the other day uh, on Monday, actually just yesterday. And we're going to we're going to break that out right now as we get into our talk about what's going on in the world of live streaming. But how cool is that? Uh, you could have a, a call to action and you can uh, just Put some text on, and with the mm -hmm. scroll, it, it draws people's eyes in. Very important when people are scrolling through their news feed and they see some moving text. They're like, whoa, that's even exactly. more interesting. Ah, maybe I should click on this because that's even more interesting than still text, which is even <laughs> more interesting than no text, right? So, it just gets more and more interesting so as we go. It just keeps getting, getting better and better. I notice there's actually a new uh, uh, live light. That's in here. Have you noticed that they changed that? I did notice that they also changed our viewer count, so it's down by the reactions and comments. You know what? Um, I I hope this won't crash me. Do you think I could share my screen and show people what what we're they're seeing, what we're seeing? Sure. Let me let me try it. Okay, I'll so I'm going to share fill, just in case you my entire screen. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm sharing my screen. Let me pop this up. I will get this up into hold on the. Uh, All right, so I'm going to share my screen. Really? Okay, guys. All right, this is what we're seeing. Uh, I'm going to put my put my screen on solo. So, and you can see, so you guys see the confidence monitor over up on the right, and then um, you've got all the different orientations of the shot. So, I'm going to open the agenda, and that you can see that there's two different kinds now of items in there. So, you can have an agenda item, which is just regular what we're used to. Uh, I'll actually show. Let me uh, scroll up a little bit. I'm going to show Ross's name. So there's Ross's name. So there's a normal agenda item. <laughs> but then if we want to get to our call to action, like we just had up, then we have this other kind, and it's called a call to action, and that's the scrolling one. And so you can create both of those types right in your broadcast, and it will showcase that. And so uh, I want to answer, Stacey DePaul is asking why I'm blurry. Girlfriend, I am it seems like always the person sitting in this chair is blurry. I don't know. I've got good bandwidth. I am corded in. I had did 540p. Who knows? But we'll see what happens. But uh, you guys probably can't just take the the wonderness of my my hair, uh, which is why I'm blurred out. That's probably why I did it. So yeah. So um, all that to say, that is what the difference is. And then you can, uh, if you want to look a little bit, you've got a live indicator and the uh, viewers and things like that. So they did a little bit of change around. And with that, I will drop that off. And maybe that's why I'm slow. So let me see if that's right. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's that's how it works. It's basically something incorporated into the agenda. It's just a different agenda item, and you can make that. Should we show them the really fast ones or the different paced ones, Ross? 
Uh, well, you know what? I dropped the long, the long text one. <laughs> yeah, but it but, does you know, change. It is great for like promoting your show. For instance, you can put up "Best of Be Live" Tuesdays, eight p.m. Eastern, or a call to action about visiting your website. Like we have, try out "Be Live." Well, there it goes. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see what happens. So when you show a comment, away goes right, the CTA. Right. The call try out uh, "Be Live." Uh, going to be live TV, obviously. Um, and so, yeah, and then you can you can show it, you can hide it. Um, it's really easy to use, but if you have any any um, you need any help, I did put together a video that I shared in the Be Livers group. And um, if you're not a member of the Be Livers group, you should join. It's it's a great place to learn. Uh, but if for whatever reason you're not into Facebook groups, um, you can find it at RossBrand.tv. RossBrand.tv. Um, which is the Livestream Universe YouTube channel. Easy for me to say. Sounds like I know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> but do. anyway, uh, if you're on Facebook and you're a member of the Beelivers group, you can get it in there um, or just reach out to me if you have any questions. But it's 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 really easy to use. You're going to love it. Um, it's a great way to, to grab attention. And I love when mm. our first live stream news item is something cool about be live that we discovered either right before we went live or we heard about the day before <laughs> or whatever. So I, I've been yeah, looking forward fun. to this one. It is always fun when that happens. I very much like that too. And it keeps us on our toes because, you know, usually we're like, well, let's make sure since we have a, a live stream news segment, we definitely want to make sure that's shared in there. So it's something for us Absolutely. to share. And, you know, every, sometimes, there's not live stream news, but be lives. I mean, I feel like we've had like two updates to the platform, adding the four seats. So we have a total right. of four seats in talk show. And now we've got this call to action. It seems like they're rolling out quite a few uh, additional features for us. Yeah. And we're going to be using the, the four seats tonight for uh, not just to share images or our screen or, or a video, but actually going to have two guests on at the same time. And now, uh, one of us won't have to drop off or we won't have to play musical chairs with our guests. Right. Um, so that's that's really nice when we have the opportunity to feature a co-hosted show. That's true. And uh, and honestly, we were just actually going through. You guys might see a couple different shots. We'll try tonight. We were just checking those out before we started the broadcast saying, you know, it's really cool that you do get the, the myriad of options to say, well, what's going to look best with my particular show? I feel like they give you a ton of stuff. And it's neat because like right now, Ross and I are two up, you know, we're side by side. But once we add more uh, feeds into the deck, into the broadcast section, then our options change. And so I really like that it's so adaptable and responsive to what what you're hap you happen to be doing. And and naturally, again, we can also do like make sure Ross is solo by himself and then we can make sure I'm solo by myself <laughs> and then we can unsolo me. And here we are. And it does it all seamlessly. So it's pretty awesome. The only the only regret is that, yes, I'm blurry and you guys can't see the full awesomeness of my hair. It's yes. Deadpool hair because <laughs> Deadpool 2 is coming out this year, and I'm very excited. So uh, any other um, live stream news related to, to Facebook Live? Um, I One interesting story I saw was that um, Major League Baseball signed an exclusive mm -hmm. deal with um, Facebook to live stream 25 games. going to be mostly weekday, like wow. Wednesday afternoon um, day games. But for those 25 games, whoever else could carry um, 
the the video of of a live baseball game online won't be able to do it. Like Facebook actually has those mm. twenty five games exclusive, so that that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be interesting to see. And um, like within a couple hours after that, um, Twitter signed a deal with Major League Soccer to live stream twenty four of their games and also to do a highlight. So um, I don't think we're at the point where there's like a ton of value yet for these leagues in being on uh, live streaming, but obviously they feel that it's important and the platforms feel mm-hmm. it's important. And one day, just like, you know, we watch presidential debates and news conferences and all sorts mm-hmm. of things on Facebook and talk about it while we watch it. I probably we're eventually going to watch sports like that. I mean, people are watching sports and, and, and entertainment shows like that. They just have their phone with them and they're on the second screen tweeting about it and, and texting and messaging friends and things like that. Now, yeah. eventually it's all going to be in one destination and you have it all. And so much That's like, right. What we're doing now where we have a chat and we can acknowledge uh, Alfredo's here and Eddie Garrison's here and so many of our friends, Stacy is here, Mitch Jackson is in the chat, our favorite streaming lawyer, Cheryl is here, Tommy Willis, um, so many of our friends are here. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. But eventually, like all broadcasts probably are going to be like this, right, where you have a, an mm-hmm. ongoing chat. And and while obviously uh, you know the Super Bowl with millions of viewers, they're not going to shout out right. everybody. But right. probably you know you're going to see more rights deals for for big events going to um, having at least an, a live stream component beyond uh, on social media beyond just like the broadcaster putting it on their page or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'd be interested to see the data too. Like, I wonder how many people who aren't normally um, maybe consumers of sports programs, but they are on social media and they, you know, if they're coming across, they're like, oh, I could just watch that right now. Um, right. I, I'm really, and, and let's be honest, I mean, I a lot of us are watching and consuming the entertainment we see on two screens. We're watching right. it on the, on the big but we also have our phones. I mean, I get yelled at it all the time here. It's like, put your phone down. We're watching and we're binging on Netflix. I'm like, yes, but eh, I want to hashtag and talk about what I'm seeing. And it's exciting. Um, you know, so I think that it makes sense to me that, you know, even if you're consuming other content, maybe you're watching the Oscars, but you're also keeping your eye on a ball game and you can do that on your phone right. just because it's in the feed. So I'd really love to see some, uh, some data on that from them. Like, have they seen a bump? in in, uh, fans who are returning and saying, oh, now I'm into this because I happen to see it where I wouldn't have seen it normally. I wouldn't normally switch to it on my TV, but I did see it on my feed. So it's an interesting tactic they're trying. And I like they're all kind of in on it, seeing, you know, seeing what plays out with it. No pun intended. I'm interested in in the fact that they're choosing like Wednesday afternoon day games, which I imagine are probably like the lowest rated games. People are at work, Mm -hmm. they're at school or summer camp or whatever. And I'm wondering whether they're thinking like, Let's give the exclusive to Facebook for our lowest rated games so that we don't lose or alienate our audience. Or are they saying, like, let's test this out and see now that people, if people at work or, you know, people who are, you know, home for lunch or whatever, are they going to pop open Facebook and and watch the game there? Or, you know, are they going to watch it as they're working or, you know, listen to it as they're driving or whatever, not watch it as they're driving, but listen to it. Um, <laughs> Hopefully so not. It's all, it's all interesting is how, how this whole thing plays out, what the motivations are and everything. But uh, 
We'll find out. We've got we've got a couple of great shows that we're going to talk about today. Um, Eddie Garrison says, I like the way Twitter live streams events. You can watch. I do, too. Get Twitter work done. Absolutely. Um, and I like how they, they feature it much more prominently when they have a big event or just the shows that they stream natively, right, that are that are from mm-hmm. kind of broadcast networks or whatever. They 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 give them a big page, right? They give them like this mm-hmm. big front page kind of thing where um, it's really a, a live a large video, but you can still look at Twitter at the same time. Uh, Barb Tomlin says the ticker is getting irritating for those of us continuing to watch for any length of time. Do we as viewers have the option to turn it off? Um, no, unfortunately, that's uh, only up to the hosts or producers. Uh, but we'll take it. We'll take it under advisement. <laughs> well, and, and to be clear, we did not. And you can see, I just I think put best to be live. We do have the stationary stuff because we realize. I mean, and you guys, word of you know, rule of thumb: don't don't use the call to action for every caption. Right, don't right. do that. I mean, and honestly, if you guys did see, we mentioned it earlier. If you have a longer message. Maybe don't use that in a call to action because right. it does zing by. It's like speed reading. Maybe if you have two, maybe three words, that's what you want to do. So, right. um, fair point. With, fair point. I see some agreement in the chat. So, um, but it's great for the call to action, as we said. And when you have that call to action, um, it's a great way to catch people's attention by putting the, the ticker on. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Do- I mean, who knows? Amber alerts. If we, if we can share Amber alerts and yeah. get that job done. Let's. We can do that. That'd be really, really long, long one. So probably not. Um, All right. Uh, What week is it, Ross? To our shows. It is an uh, it is an even numbered show. It's uh, episode 26. So (gasps) you have the choice of going first or you can uh, you can kick off and and, uh, get the ball in the second half. However, you want to do it. I, I I love the sports euphemisms. These are awesome. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play forward. Uh, okay. I'm going to bring in my <laughs> my guest, or actually not my guest, but this is my pick like for the family week. feud. It's like family feud. I'm gonna are you gonna <laughs> play or pass? All right, we're gonna play. Play or pass? All right. So my pick this week is Madeline Gordon, and she is the owner and host of Super Sidekick Services. Uh, I immediately had an affinity for her when I saw her broadcast because she is someone who works a ton in social media. So as you guys know, many of you probably are similar. Uh, Ross and I definitely have some background in social media. We do a ton with it, um, and, you know, and, and just using those properties and stuff. And uh, Madeline is very much on board with that and does that as well. Um, and so she also has basically, uh, she has the entrepreneurial, uh, feel for her show. She is a virtual assistant and that's what she offers through her services and her Facebook page. Um, I really like it because she, she actually has had, has a sales background, which I often wonder if that really does help contribute to how well someone can host because, you know, you've got, if you're sales, you do have to be on. Um, right. You have to know when you need to have a presence and be able to talk your way through stuff, not leave gaps in conversation. My God, no, that's the death of a deal, right? You've got to be able to keep the conversation going. Um, she really uses that. And I got to say, I always too really have an affinity for um, hosts who can really have your personality shine through the broadcast professional. Yes. But also where you're a human being in, I feel like we see so much of that in live streaming, good trends like that, where you still you accomplish a message, but you're doing it 
very authentically. And I feel like she has a really good handle on that. I am going to say up front, I love her background. It really speaks to me because she has all the geeky things in it. Um, I I have tons of that stuff on my desk. So immediately I identified with her Star Wars themes. Her She's got some stormtroopers back there. Love those. Um, so now not everybody's going to be into that stuff and that's totally fine, but you immediately get a sense of who she is and what she loves. And she actually goes into that in her about um, section on her Facebook page talking about, Hey, by the way, I'm a nerd and she loves that stuff. So I, I love that she incorporates that, the who she is into her broadcast. But um, so Madeline, what she does uh, and you mentioned Ross, that we've got a couple of um, newer broadcasters or newer live streamers. Um, she has gotten rolling with doing these live streams for her page and for her business uh, and done so exceptionally well, I would say. Um, I don't know if you guys in the comments can mention like the, maybe the first three to five times that you went live, how many views did you get on average? And it's okay if it's a low number um, because as, as you get consistency and you build your, your fan base and people who kind of expect that you're there and they, they, you know, uh, relate to you, they're going to start watching more consistently. Um, same thing with our show. Uh, but I was really impressed with her. She, she is consistent with her videos and really got some good views on them right from the start and just kept plugging away at it. Um, I like that she has done some solo shows, but then she's also done the what, like the ones you're seeing in our uh, our clip here, uh, is that she's done some guest shows as well, and they're very fun. I love that you see. We've talked about this too in some of our prior picks. You are seeing people in their, you know, I want to say, you know, quote unquote, natural environment where they are where they work, they are where they live, and um, I like that her guests are that way. Where you're coming on and you're talking through what they do and it's, it's very natural. And uh, you can tell that she has a real capability of making her guests feel very comfortable, which is not easy. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys watching right now, whether the live or the replay feel really at ease when you're on live stream, uh, particularly like the first few times or if you're a guest and maybe you don't, aren't used to it. It is, it can be terrifying during the headlights, but she really helps her guests just kind of get, get into the groove and, you know, kind of nestle in and feel like, I'm just talking to Madeline and her viewers, and that's great. So uh, I really like her her standpoint for that. She's got a great look. She um she's just very warm. She's consistent with her approach. Um, and again, she translates the messaging she's giving in her live videos across to her business, which is really smart. Um, I love that she called herself Super Sidekick Services, and that's not necessarily a live streaming thing, but that's a branding thing. And if you look at that Super Sidekick Services. She does incorporate some of that superhero stuff into her broadcasts, which I love. Uh, there's a consistency there. You feel like she's reliable and credible, which are important things for if you are looking for a virtual assistant. So she really does, I think, kind of support what she is trying to do with her business, as well as she talks about she wants to support other women in being entrepreneurs. So love her. I love this broadcast. I, I can't wait to see what she does with it to take it more and just keep having her guests and building the momentum. One of the video clips you're seeing, uh, there were 12,000 views on the video. So she does good. She does good work. And I'm really happy and pleased to make Madeleine Gordon. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just see this is what we get when we have too many cooks in the kitchen, dude. Uh, Madeleine Gordon, Super Sidekick Services is my pick for this week's Best of Be Live, Ross. No, it's a great pick. And um, first of all, you have to say congratulations to her on, on building that kind of an audience for her shows right. right away. I mean, even pages that have, 
you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of viewers. When they start a show, they don't know what they're going to get, if anybody's really going to be interested or whatever. So to get that kind of um, that kind of following right out, off the bat is is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love what you said about how she makes her her guests feel comfortable, how natural she is, and and how kind of real their just interaction is and everything. And you know, it it depends on what you're doing with your live streams, right? But mm-hmm. um, most of us aren't doing investigative journalism, right? We're doing it's part <laughs> right. of our business. It's part of promoting ourselves and whatever. And the people we have on are often colleagues or they're, you know, they could be clients or people that we want to do business with or people we're networking mm-hmm. with at the same time. So the ability to make them comfortable and provide them, like I, I call it the guest experience, right? With a good yeah. guest so that they leave feeling good about the time that they spent and and their interaction with you and, and come away with it more likely to either want to work with you or refer you for, for business or, or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. the, the other thing I like is that, you know, um, live streaming is part broadcasting and it's part social media with a little bit of tech thrown in, right? So coming right. from a, a social media background, you really have a lot of in place already that if you're good at social media and you understand the part about being social, um, mm-hmm. then you know about having these conversations and engaging with people and all that. And then, you know, you, you need to, you need the broadcasting part kind of comes along. A lot of people, mm-hmm. no matter how much broadcasting experience they have, if they don't know the social media side of it and how right. to engage with the chat and how to bring in comments and how to bring in things, it's not like you just have a caller that somebody's screened and then you, you know, yeah, they ask a question and you could just bleep. Okay. Very right. good. Thanks for your question. We'll, <laughs> we'll answer it, you know. Uh, but it's an ongoing conversation that that continues from during the show to after the show to before the next show. And, you know, you're building relationships with these people. And, and that's where um, I think her people skills and her, mm-hmm. her just natural way of engaging with people is, is a tremendous strength. And um, probably why she's gotten 12,000 views or whatever it is. I mean, right. (laughs) Right. I mean, because it's, it's just really, really real and it's, it's awesome. So congratulations on on a great pick. Thank you. I'm proud of that. And uh, I know we've got to work cut out first though, because I know you're bringing your a game. Gosh, we can't stop with the puns. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Who are you bringing to the, to the broadcast this week, Ross? Well, I'm bringing somebody Who's new to uh, be live, uh, but who is no stranger to live streaming, and that is Mitch Jackson from the Legal Hour Show and his co-host Joey Vitale. And you know, Mitch has been um, basically used all the different platforms going back. I think, and <laughs> he's interviewed some really big name guests. I think he had Katie Couric, Seth Godin. I remember Ross watching. Brand. Yeah. Yes, that was one of the good ones too. Yes, but uh, <laughs> how did I get on that? Uh, and um, yes, Rachel Moore and and people <laughs> like um, Gary Vaynerchuk. I remember watching the right. interviews. A lot of a lot of big names, and he's he's got a lot of experience with it. And um, Joey's got great energy, and I just love the 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 chemistry that they have and the way they approach it. It's very their show is very. It's called Legal Hour Live, and um, they tackle legal issues. And it 
their whole approach and demeanor and how they conduct themselves is really appropriate for their profession and for live streaming. Uh, when you're coming from the profession, right? They're they're casually professional, which is sort of seems perfect for being like. On one hand, they're lawyers. On the other hand, they're on social media, right? And they're <laughs> you know engaging in a you know new tech, uh, new form of tech and and and, and um media and whatever so i i just think it's all it all really fits together and packages nicely right off the bat um what stands out is uh that they're both really thoroughly prepared um they're not afraid to engage in different in, in difficult topics um mm-hmm. and yet they're they're I, I mean i feel like i'm repeating but, but it's just very professional approach right like yeah. they're they're able to tackle the difficult topics without putting their businesses in jeopardy without you know, going uh, going over the line, so to speak, and that's mm-hmm. that's really important if you're going to do that. And it's not something I would advise to uh, hosts that are starting out right away, <laughs> right? Like you could see, uh, you could see that they they took on uh, issues. One, the first show was really fascinating. They talked about um, hashtags and can you um, can you trademark a hashtag and what's involved with that and trademarking businesses and just got into a discussion of doing business online. And uh, I, I know Mitch has done, I've seen Mitch do presentations and he's talked about it on, on my show. And it's, it's really a valuable thing that um, these guys who are attorneys and work with creative people and know what goes on in the, the world of social media and startups and tech and online business are, are bringing their knowledge to our community and sharing it with us uh, so that hopefully we take the steps necessary to protect our businesses and our relationships and our name and our finances and all that stuff before, you know, something comes (laughs) up where (laughs) we, we could be in a a legal jeopardy or something like that. So uh, it's really tremendous what they're doing. The second episode, they, they actually talked about, um, a new a new app that that people can use for sexual consent before they go out on their date or their wow or whatever. You, you said called, they weren't scared of the topics. It's called Legal Fling, and um, Dr. Droon, who they they had on as a guest, is tremendous. I've seen her on with uh, Mitch in previous shows, and she's she's on TV around the world and everything else, right. talking about these these issues that are, are really issues of our time, right? Issues that mm-hmm. are in, in, in the world that, that past generations didn't have to deal with things like sex thing and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to sure. go any further into it, but it is, it is just so impressive how they handle these topics and the different <laughs> viewpoints that people come with it. Uh, they've already kind of gotten the layout thing down in the lower thirds. Mm-hmm. I like how they um, put themselves on the right side and then they put their, their guest in, in large on the left side. Um, I also like that they showed off. Uh, you could see it just up there before they were showing off the website of their upcoming guest, who is now the person mm-hmm. you're seeing on the screen and the website of the app that they were going to talk about the, mm-hmm. so it, it really well done. Um, they're going to continue to develop, but it's it's a very clean presentation, um, and it's 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 perfect. It's perfect for what they're doing, and that's the mm-hmm. thing. You have to know the genre that you're in. 
and what's what's acceptable and and what's going to work for you and 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 your personality and um i think they're a great team and i look forward to to how the show develops and um, i'm really proud to make them my pick for best of be live Nice pick. Um, obviously, I I know of Mitch, and I actually this is going to be my this is my first uh, introduction to Joey. But that's what's great is we're always finding these new uh, broadcasters or new new to us rather broadcasters, which you know they're new once once you don't know them, and then you do, and you're like, ah, now I'm familiar. But I was going to say I feel like they got they're following the Ross brand of uh, live streaming wardrobe where they were wearing the black shirts, <laughs> and I think it's in that clip right there. Like, did I miss the memo? Look, they're doing it again. Um, did I miss the memo? Everybody's got a black shirt. Um, so guys wear black shirts, girls wear white, obviously, because I'm wearing white tonight. But um, so I love that. I actually, I also love the simplicity of it. You talked about the professionalism, which is totally on point. But look, you guys, they're just using earbud microphones as their microphones. Uh, they aren't using pulling out the special, you know, Blue Yetis or the ATR 2100s or Ross Witcher microphone. Uh, the Shure SM7B. See, they're not they they all they have is the earbud microphones that came probably with their smartphones or they replaced them because they lost them because they're like me. But uh, that's what they're using. And really, that's all you need. Remember, we've talked about really good audio. And if you have good audio, people will forgive the video. And that's all you need. A good working pair of earbud microphones, which probably came with your smartphone. So I love the simplicity of that and the directness of their message. It's not, you know, it's not overproduced, which. Mm-hmm. It's really something I really dig about live streaming is that, yes, be live can make you look really good with all the captions and the shots, but then it's up to you to fill in the rest. And uh, based on your content being good and based on your authenticity, you got you've got what you need. And so I like that their simplicity and their yeah, knowledge the, comes through. I love this. Yeah, look that they have up right now and then they look good in the two up, too. So it's really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I thought Joey maybe had a mic sort of hidden down a little bit toward toward the bottom of the screen, but maybe not. Um, but either way, you know, iPhone earbuds are, are better than you would think that they are. And mm-hmm. uh, don't let that stop you from uh, getting started. And while there's certainly audio upgrades you can make um, in and of itself, it's not what's going to mm-hmm. make the show. Right. And Right. You can pay a lot of money and you don't improve by the amount of money that you paid or your audio doesn't get that much better. It gets a little bit incrementally better as you go up, but it's not necessary when you're getting started. Exactly. And, uh, well, excellent pick, Ross. I have to give you props you. for that, for uh, knowing exactly uh, who your pick was going to be this week. And I sw- this is going to be a tough one. And it's up to you guys, as it always is. And uh, so we tried out a new thing last week, and we've refined it a little bit. And hopefully this will be easier for you. You guys, <laughs> follow the scrolling text and just type the word VOTE. doesn't have to be all caps. You can do an exclamation point if you're really emphatic about it. But uh, just type the word VOTE in a comment. You should get a message immediately from BeLive with a link. All you got to do is click the link and you're on a, you, you have two choices in front of you. You can either pick Ross's pick, which is Mitch and Joey with uh, Legal Hour Live, or you can pick uh, Rachel's pick, which is me, uh, which is Madeline, Madeline Gordon with her Super Psychic Services. So give her a shot. Love your feedback as always, uh, including what you know about the scrolling and stuff. That's what makes the world go round. That's how we know. But uh, it's time to start voting. And Ross, if they don't want to vote just yet, if they haven't decided, how are we going to change their minds? Hmm, maybe they can hear from the hosts. 
and see. They could hear they from the hosts. Very good. They could. You. You're putting me on the <laughs> spot. So let's go I ahead and, and get started. Bring up uh, Mitch Jackson and Joey Vitale. And uh, as they're coming in, hey, Mitch. Hey, Joey. Great to see you guys. Hey, guys. What's going on, you guys? It's good to see you. Yeah. Hey, so, so congratulations on the new show. You guys are off to a great start tackling some very interesting and difficult issues. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us, you know, what made you decide to finally, Mitch, come to be live after all these years? <laughs> Ross, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and law. I mean, okay, here's the thing, you guys. First of all, Rachel, I can't believe you and Ross didn't nominate Joey and me. Both of you. This needed to be a the same week? all in. Hey, listen. Kind of defeats the purpose, dude. <laughs> You know what? It's never A or B in life. You can always have a C option. But you know what? It was connecting with uh, with someone like Joey, uh, Ross, to answer your question. This guy's a rising superstar. I just love everything that he's doing over at Indie Law. He's, he's bringing creatives onto the digital platforms. He's using social and digital to, to help his mm-hmm. clients. And when I find somebody that I connect with and who I know, like, and trust because of live streaming – I'm all in. And I feel that way about you guys. You guys already know that. And so this is like a family reunion. We're bringing Joey into the community and we're for a fun ride. Yeah, fun ride. Mitch, I mean, Mitch is, is the man. He's he's the guru on attorney in social media right now. And um, Mitch and I have both for a while been in the live streaming game, um, interviewing other types of experts and Mitch had this brilliant idea. Joey, no one's really doing a legal-based live show. And so this gives us a chance to, you know, not just interview other types of experts, but really drill down into this these business law topics that Mitch and I think are pretty cool and we we try and and make them cool for everybody else. Exactly. That's see see what I'm talking about, you guys. I mean, it's like sharing legal tips in a cool way, in an easy to understand way. Hashtags. We've got Kim Garst on tomorrow to talk about nice. internet fraud and internet crimes on oh, social media. Wow. And she's going to share her stories and, and our stories. And we're just going to try to add value in a really easy to understand way each and every week. And frankly, Joey, if we can do as well as Ross and Rachel, we're going to be off to a good start. Uh, yes. So you. you. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> I'm so. just saying, I've watched, look, I've never seen anybody handle blue balls like you, Rachel. So. <laughs> Thank you for catching the reference. I, I think people were scared to react to that, and I can talk about that later. Everybody. Well, you were you, you were picking up little blue balls with your toes. That's right. I'm going like through physical was, therapy for my it foot. Like, look at Joey. No, Joey. She had surgery. She was doing physical <laughs> therapy, and I respect right, that. Right, right. Okay. It can, can handle blue balls like you. This isn't the That's first time that Mitch has made a suggestive joke. So, it won't be the last. <laughs> so, Joey, um, at the at, at the top of the presentation about you, you guys, I, I ran down some of uh, Mitch's history and all the, you know, he's, he's interviewed a lot of great people and we followed him in this community for quite a while. Tell us about your history with live streaming, how you got into it and how you ultimately hooked up with Mitch. Yeah, sure. So um, I uh, I was doing kind of what Mitch is doing now. I was doing courtroom litigation work as an attorney. Uh, I was doing that for two years, then realized that it was a really bad fit for me because I'm a natural peacemaker and I really don't like fighting. And so I pivoted and started working with businesses proactively 
found this really great niche of creative small businesses that I love working with. And I realized quickly while I was doing marketing that people appreciated it when I connected them with other businesses that they also could use their help versus just me giving legal tips all day. And so uh, I I started a a weekly show of my own, uh, now using BeLive, of course, and, (laughs) um, and really just bringing on other types of businesses that help creatives and trying to make mm-hmm. connections happen. And it's at, at the same time, it's it's really, really cool because I've been waiting for an opportunity to to really nice. kind of dig into the legal stuff. And so this show is just perfect for us. Uh, one question, maybe uh, each of you can provide your, your top tip uh, for people who are doing business online in the social media space, maybe they're live streaming or podcasting or they're an influencer working with brands. What is the, the top tip that each each of you could provide to to people like if there's one thing each of you said do tomorrow if you haven't done this yet what what would that be wow that's a that's an interesting question i'll tell you what my answer would be always try to do the right thing when it comes to being online being on social media being on live video whatever it might be doing business online always try to do the right thing. I think that's, Mm -hmm. it's tremendously important and it's different for each of us. It depends on what we're doing, who we're helping, what type of business we have. But for me, that's the bottom line. And you guys know this, it's not always easy to do, right? Right. But, but it's always necessary to do. And so I would just encourage everyone to always try to do the right thing, make Mm -hmm. the right decisions when it comes to doing business online. And if we make a mistake, you know, learn from that mistake and keep moving forward on a daily basis. How about you, Joey? What do you think? I, I would just echo what, what Mitch has told me and what you guys said earlier in the show and just do it. Um, don't let, you know, thinking that you need certain technology or that you're not mm-hmm. doing a great job of looking at the camera all the time stop you from just diving in and getting started because the businesses that I've seen embrace live video have had such an impact in their following and in their business. Rachel? I, uh, I I just love that you guys brought this together. I, I still remember seeing Mitch in the world of Blab. <laughs> um, wow. And seeing that a lawyer was live streaming, which just seemed genius to me because, uh, you know, we talked so many times, and Mitch, you and I have talked about this, why certain industries or professions are not latching onto live streaming or aren't seeing the value. They're seeing more risk than value. You look at a lawyer and you might think, oh my God, there's way more risk there. You know, what if you're like asked to, you know, people take your stuff as legal advice. Um, how are you guys traversing that? I mean, you've got this legal, legal hour dot live. I mean, how do you help kind of balance that saying, you know, you're, you're providing a value for some valuable knowledge, but you're not skating into the part where you're actually consulting people and telling them, you know, giving them legal advice. So for me, the state bar rules that dictate and control how Joey and I practice law, what applies offline applies online. As long as you're being Mm -hmm. truthful, as long as you're being straight with people, as long as you're following what we call our rules of professional conduct, uh, Mm -hmm. it's actually pretty simple. Lawyers sometimes have the tendency to overcomplicate all of this. And I think uh, what works for us, and and Rachel, you're going to see a lot more professionals, whatever the industry Mm -hmm. is, embracing be live embracing live streaming and social media because they're realizing that it's 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 a great way to connect with people on almost a human level yeah you know and help instead of one to one somebody sitting across my desk you can help one to a thousand 
And so I think, I think the takeaway is just, you know, is just being honest and just being a straight shooter. And Joey and I have talked about this. We want to make sure that people watching our show understand, although we are both lawyers, we're not your lawyer. And that right. we're just sharing right. our thoughts and opinions. And, and if there's any question as to whether or not we're crossing that line, uh, I've already asked Joey just to reach through the webcam and hit me upside the head and remind me <laughs> I shouldn't be saying what I'm saying and vice versa. So, you know, it's a dance, but this is life now. This is what life's all about. Yeah. I don't care if you're a doctor, lawyer, an accountant, whatever you're doing, embracing social and live video, using platforms like BeLive, this is the way we're communicating mm -hmm. today. And it's magical. Yeah. It's and, magical. I think. And that re that restriction, I feel, really is kind of helpful in a way. So when we say yeah. when we give that disclaimer and we say we can't give legal advice, what we mean is that we can't apply the law to your specific situation. And mm -hmm. so if we're live broad streaming to multiple people and somebody asks a sp specific question, we ethically have to do this. But it also makes the video better if we can pull out the general yeah. question there and right. say, here's mm -hmm. an answer that hopefully applies to you guys in a broader sense. Right. That's very valuable. And you guys do provide a great service with that because goodness knows sometimes I don't, I don't know who I wouldn't know who I would call if I needed legal advice or just was like, I have a question. I don't know. So it's really great. You know, we talked about this. It's, it's great content that you guys are providing. We're here for you. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I think for the first time, the average consumer has access to, to getting answers to their legal questions. Unlike ever before. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with a, right. with a family full of lawyers. First time I walked in, into uh, the lawyer that was hand, handling my grandfather's estate, I was nervous when I walked in, into his office. I was shaking. I heard my voice quivering. Mm -hmm. I wasn't comfortable in that environment. I think with what we're doing here, it really gives people access to get their questions answered. Just before we went live, you guys, I, I was on a Facebook, private Facebook message live video with somebody who you guys know, a very, very well-known influencer who had a legal question. And I was able to mm -hmm. pop on at 5.05, talk to him until about 525 he's on the other side of the country and get that problem resolved as a courtesy and it was my pleasure to help him out but the point is that's never been available before for right. any of us right mm -hmm. and so if i have a live streaming question rachel i can reach out to you i can reach out to ross if i have an ip intellectual property or creative rights issue i can reach out to joey this is cool i mean we're a community and we're here to help each other and that's what it's all about one of the things I think that that you guys both do really well, and you see you see a lot of lawyers who really embrace the sort of jargon of the legal profession and the language that isn't totally accessible to everybody else who didn't go to law school, and maybe they feel that's part of their power or being needed because they they can talk about things in a way that aren't always understandable. And I love that you guys just talk like we're talking about any other issue. And you, you make you make the legal issues accessible, which ironically makes us more likely to know when we actually need to reach out to a lawyer, right? Because those of us who uh, aren't representing a big corporation, but we're solopreneurs or we're, you know, in partnerships, consulting and things like that, um, we don't have we don't have the budget to hire you know somebody who who's out of our our we can't understand what they're going to do right? right so the fact that you break it down and make it easy actually makes me more likely to reach out if there's an issue that i confront and probably you know makes it make more sense for you to actually talk to non-lawyers for an hour and you know okay so you have an hour where you're not billing right 
I, I don't know exactly what I'm saying here, but yeah, you, you probably, do. Under, yeah, you do. You probably so, understand what I'm saying. <laughs> let me jump in because I want to I want to throw this over to Joey. The reason I connected with Joey at such a high level and I actually reached out to him and said, we need to do a show together together because I'm totally impressed by what he's doing is I've been reading his blog. And, the, mm. and what he's blogging about are hashtag me too. Uh, different intellectual yes. property issues, uh, Ross, in a way that I can understand them. I right. mean, it's fascinating stuff that you're hearing about in the news right now. And Joey's blogging about this in a way that all of us can understand the intellectual property aspect of what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's it's an art to do that. You don't learn that in law school. They actually try to strip that from you, right? right. But Joey's brought back full circle, I think, because of his background. And so he shares content that people can actually read and digest and understand. And that's what attracted me, me to him as a lawyer Joey, maybe share, you know, in response to what Ross was yeah, just saying. Yeah, well, well, thank you. Learn how to write like that. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. I I actually, you know, I, I'm one of seven kids, and so I've always mm -hmm. had to kind of try and get people to get along with things and translate stuff. And um, throughout most of high school and college, I was speaking uh, in like youth groups and to at schools and stuff. And so I, I always, I, in high school, I started giving talks to seventh graders. Mm -hmm. And I had this idea of a seventh graders old enough to understand anything if you can communicate it simply enough. Um, so Mitch, I really appreciate that you you had that insight. I I mean, the, the, one of the really cool things about my firm Indie Law that we did was we were around for uh, maybe just a couple of months and I started seeing that there was in this handmaker community, there was this problem going on with Etsy and people had a lot of issues with mm -hmm. certain intellectual property accusations that were flying around the platform. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to take kind of what they were complaining about, provide a legal lens to it. That was one of the first blog posts I wrote. And I had a little call to action saying, join my little Facebook group. Um, and a couple of days later, we had a thousand members in the group. Nice. Now, eight, nine months later, we're approaching 7,000. Um, but Mitch, you're right. There's so much take oh. the stuff that doesn't belong in the ivory tower. Right. You know? Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on being best of be live pick and um hopefully people will vote for you or they will vote for madeline either way uh we're thrilled and i loved seeing joey connecting with madeline in one of the posts that i had so i i, I love that I, we, we see that every week that uh the hosts are excited to learn about each other's shows anyway uh, the show is called legal hour dot live and that is also the web address just put in legal hour dot live mitch jackson's at streaming lawyer streaming dot lawyer and joey what is your your website uh indylaw.com easy indylaw.com and streaming dot lawyer mitch jackson and joey vitale thanks guys thanks guys appreciate it mm -hmm. all right well without further ado because we're getting up there and i have to get my pick in because i cannot wait to talk to her i'm bringing on madeline uh, uh with uh super sidekick services my awesome pig madeline thank you for joining us tonight Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Nice to meet you, Rachel and Ross. Great to meet you. Nice. I know. And isn't it great? I love this because I feel like I know you a little bit just from watching your shows, uh, which is awesome. And, um, of course, and I, I just am so keen to ask you, too, because, you know, I'm looking at your videos and you 
it, it takes so much boldness to get on live streaming. Uh, you know, particularly about your business and, and just put yourself out there. Um, have you been live streaming for a long time or was this kind of like your first foray to, into it in the last few months? In the last months. Um, so I have a virtual assistant business and with my clients, one I specialize. In it. So one of the first things I'm always big on is you get visible. They like no one trusts you and, you know, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if people can't see it, Mm -hmm. You know, you might as well shut your doors to business now and, yeah. and don't pay me. <laughs> so um, I'm like, I've got to take take my own advice mm -hmm. because um, even though I do help other businesses, I'm a business myself. So I, I was like, OK, I got to do it. Um, and I was nervous as heck, mm -hmm. um, but now I love it. You're a natural on it. I, I really I mentioned this when we were highlighting your clip. You just have this ease, this presence, which not everybody can yeah. do. Um, and mm -hmm. I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love to hear too. Like, you know, I've seen you. You've done some solo broadcasts, and you've also had guests on. Are, are these are your guests relatively new to live streaming, or are they kind of seasoned hats at it, or how how does that usually work for you? So I really can't take credit for um, when you were showing the clip earlier of the twelve thousand views. I can't take credit for that. I actually. Um, because I, I do know about social media. I was strategic in my guests. Mm -hmm. um, and she was actually supposed to be the guest for my first show. Um, uh -huh. So she went viral a couple of months ago. And I'm like, I love her because I'm all about authenticity and, and connecting with people who are just real. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna shoot my shot and reach out to her and see if she would be willing to talk to me. I, I hadn't even started my show yet. And she said, yes. Um, and so that was her audience, but I was able to, um, capitalize on that. Heck yeah. No, that's so cool. And, and this really, honestly, anyone who's watching, um, replay or live and you're thinking of doing your own live stream, sure you have your own. What you just said there, I think is so key is to make the ask. The worst thing someone's going to say is no. Um, but you don't know. What if they say yes? I mean, and then you do get someone who's just so key. Maybe they have an established audience already, which can help you where you're at. Um, do you have any like uh, any cool guests that you're thinking of asking under your show in the future that, you know, you want to incorporate into your show that you want to share? You don't so have I to. Want, cause... I, I, I want to make sure that I keep it um, regular people. You know, because I'm trying to reach regular people. So right. like my show Sunday, I had on a sex therapist and um, infidelity recovery coach. And let me tell you, I was blushing the whole time. Right. Um, <laughs> so I just want to have on regular people because I want to reach people with my show who have thought about maybe going into business or have just started business or have forgotten, you know, when we were younger, we used to like dream big. We used to think we could be anything and then bills started to hit and yeah. we were like, okay, we got to do what's stable. Um, and so, but then you wind up hating that, right? Yeah. So I want the show to inspire and motivate people to maybe tap into those gifts and talents that they've always had and to be mm -hmm. bold enough with the people that they see on my show to be like, you know what? That's outside of the box. That's something that I can do. I don't have to necessarily be a business coach or a blogger, which everybody thinks that's, that's like the go-to business, and, and that right. doesn't have to be the case. 
Right. I love that you brand yourself so well. Um, you know, I mentioned the, you know, the super sidekick services, which I mean, just the whole thing there. I mean, I'm a fellow geek girl. I, I, I am a super, I love superheroes. We, I have a podcast that we talk about that kind of stuff. So I, so it immediately made me identify with that, but also it's so, it's such a great um, analogy for business to say, you know, you want to be a superhero you might need a sidekick that helps kind of get all the all that stuff done that you don't know how to do or don't have the time to do. And you brand it so well uh, to make it. And it's not just your branding, too. You just really your whole persona just supports that to say, I'm here to support. Yeah. I want to help you. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned in your background, you used to do direct sales and, and that you knew this was your path. Um, how, how has that been going? I mean, has it been just like fulfilling for you to, to be able to do that and then to let that translate across your broadcast? Let me tell you, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I've, I've sold clothes. I've sold adult toys. I've taken um, pictures at daycares. Like I always knew that the cubicle life was not for me. Um, right. But I also was trying to do what I thought everybody else was doing. Like, but it, I got to be authentic. And so I did network marketing for like four years. And it was all about, you know, before you got on camera, you made sure your makeup was perfect and you dressed professional. And it was really about being somebody who I'm not. Um, and because of that, I wasn't that successful, you know, when I think about it. And in August, I just started Super Psychic Services back in August. And let me tell you, wow. I was on the verge of homelessness. Um, mm. literally the month that I started in August, I had just moved back to St. Louis from Charlotte and I was trying to get welfare and couldn't get it because I was, had just changed, uh, states. So right. I was like crying every day because I was like, Lord, I can't even get $250. What am I going to do? Cause I'm a single mom of three. And it was like, you know, not to be religious, I'm sorry, but it was like he said, you know what? I got you. You don't even have to worry about that little bit. I'm about to bless you. And um, I think on top of just working hard, being authentic and really um, showing people that I'm just about supporting your business and just being who I am, my business exploded. And now I have a team of people. Um, so wow. it's been amazing. Wow. Russ, what you got? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your business. I think most people have a vague idea, at least, of what lawyers do. Um, maybe not everybody understands how it works with virtual assistants, where you find them, how you, yeah. you know, how the employment relationship goes and everything. Just give us a little background on on how that works. Sure. So you're going to you're going to come across virtual assistants who are different. Um, some virtual assistants are more so people who just want a work from home job. And right. I don't have that mindset. I am an entrepreneur. And because of that, I am able to help other entrepreneurs function in that capacity. So I'm very relational. I'm very collaborative. Um, and I don't just check off boxes on a list. I get into your business. I know what you like, your weaknesses are, your strengths. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the better you do, I do, we do. And it's just like, let's do it. What do we need to do to grow this thing? Um, so when I started, I did everything. Like I took phone calls, I did HR. Um, but now I have the luxury of 
handpicking my clients and really nice. aligning myself with people who um, match my brand and the type mm-hmm. of culture I want for my business. And so I specialize in social media and online presence management. Um, all of my clients are different, but they fit me. They're like yeah. perfect for me. Um, so I have one of my clients is a psychic medium. One of my clients is a uh, a professor. So just great people. And I just help them grow. Do you, do, Raj, I'm going to jump in really quick. Do you think that, um, do you think live streaming too? And uh, I know our, our other picks, Mitch and Joey alluded to this too, where live streaming kind of brings that social media full circle where you get a sense of the person. Do you think that being on, on a video and letting people see you has helped you be able to narrow down those clients to where you are meeting the ones that are, are, are a good fit for you? Definitely. Um, I grew my business entirely on Facebook. Entirely. Wow. Um, so what I noticed about other people who wanted to be VAs or want to be VAs, they will get in Facebook groups and they'll lurk. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll just um, be a taker. And, and I believe in everything in life, if it's going to be successful, should be give and take. So mm-hmm. I don't want to just ever show up for something. It's like going to a party and you don't bring wine. Like, how are you going to show <laughs> up when you don't have me? Right. You know? Right. So uh, I want to make sure that I'm always going to have value. So I would just show up in the groups and when people would have questions, I would answer them with, with no expectation of anything in return, um, just answering them. And um, from that, people would inbox me like, I love I love your your attitude. And then they would mm-hmm. stalk you for a bit and they would go on your website, they go on your personal page. And yeah. then they're like, I love what you're doing. I love who you are. Um, and because I'm authentic off the jump, I attract the right people because yeah. you, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting off right. the bat. Um, so being just my authentic, authentic self and um, being visible and, and giving and not just taking has been what's been really good for me. Real quick, I, I just yeah. want to say, do not apologize because you booked a good guest and you got a, a big, big number. Take credit for that. Booking guests <laughs> is a real skill. And so you is. look at like the biggest TV shows out there. They've got a whole team that does nothing but make calls all day to book the right guests to keep their ratings up and all that stuff. Obviously for what you're doing for a business, it's not necessarily the biggest names or whatever, but if you get a big name on, Hey, that was your creativity and your energy that picked the right person and and that they showed up and everything else. And just the same when you pick somebody who's a, you know, not a famous person, but they're good in, in talking about their business and all that. So um, don't don't ever denigrate the skill of booking guests. It's a big part of having a good show if you have interviews and you do have guests yeah. as a part of your show. So anyway, I, I think what you're doing is great. I know Rachel feels the same way, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's an honor to talk to you, and congratulations on, on all the success you're having. Yes, thank you so much, thank Madeline. You. All right. Well, we are going to um, go ahead and get into the last few minutes. You guys, you have one last chance. Type vote if you haven't yet voted. Now, if you already voted and I actually set the form this week, you could actually change your mind if you wanted to. But if you know what you got, you wanted to do it, you can go ahead and vote. Just type vote in the comments. I did see someone ask, what if I want to vote for both? You can't. You got to yeah. pick one. I know. We're just being hard tough. asses about it. <laughs> 
Um, but it is tough. These are inspiring. And if you haven't had a chance to share this out, please do share it out. We know a lot of people enjoy watching it on the replay and um, definitely hearing from people like Mitch and Joey and Madeline. So if you can share it out, if you haven't done so, if you have done so and want to share it again, there's no crime in doing that either. We appreciate it very much. Thanks, everybody, for joining us and for your support. And the last thing we ask you to do is vote so we can come up with a winner for this week's best of be live all right so you guys were right up at seven at, or at seven o'clock my time it's actually nine o'clock eastern but we gotta we gotta go ahead and close it and, and of course you're more than welcome to keep voting but we're gonna go with what we got and uh we we had such inspiring um you know broadcasts i love again hearing about people who kind of just decided to start doing something it makes sense and it's working for them which is right. again so inspiring for our viewers and and people who want to do their own shows but we must we must go with who you guys voted for best of be live this week. So drum roll, please. Do, I don't know. I can't make drum roll sound. Don't ask me to do that again. <laughs> it's terrible. But I do like this system, but I do want to hear your feedback if it worked for you. Thank you, Ross. Our winner for best of be live this week is <laughs> the legal hour live, Mitch Jackson and Joey Vitale. And it is Ross's pick. Ross, congratulations. My pick is still my winner in my heart. And uh, I think she just had a wonderful story, but um, we had some great broadcasters and, and very many congrats to you for winning this evening. Well, congrats to Mitch and Joey for doing a great show on Legal Hour Live and congrats to Madeline, who's terrific. And there are no losers in this. Um, That's right. It's an honor just to be selected for Best of Be Live. <laughs> so congrats. No, seriously, congratulations, everybody. Um, it, it, so many great shows we've had recently. It's just so much fun learning about yeah. all these new shows. And I mean, these shows aren't just new to us. They're, they're fairly new to be live in the scheme of things. And, um, if you haven't started a show yet on be live, understand that it's something that you can learn very quickly and you can get into doing. It just takes the, the step to get started. It really isn't that complicated. Um, just just go with it you know just start out slow start out with a five minute live stream if you're you're a little nervous about it and yeah. then you'll over time you'll get there and um you see the different way the ways these folks are hosting shows um and, you know whether it's guests it's interesting topics it's solo there's so many different things you can do to find what works for you so mm -hmm. um I feel inspired by, I by what I heard today. <laughs> I do too. And seriously, yeah, th there's so much work that goes into live streaming. I mean, yes, you can just push right. play, but many of us don't. We do some more. And so it's it, these these uh, the picks we had tonight are amazingly hard workers right. making a difference in one viewer at a time. So you guys, and you're our viewers, and you make our difference. Thank you for voting, and thank you for watching every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes. So thank you, Rachel, and thanks, everybody, as well. Have a great night, everybody. Bye-bye.